Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Riggs and Alley. Riggs and Alley. Weekday mornings. And always on demand with the Odyssey app or at 1037kissfm.com. Here we go. Hey, hi. This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. Uh, Allie's out for the day. She'll be back tomorrow, and we'll explain why she's out today. Trust me, it's good. It's good. <laughs> And I don't even understand it, but it's good. And I'll learn something about it. Pete Davidson. We've talked about Pete Davidson before. You know him from, of course, Ariana Grande, who Kate Beckinsale he dated for a while. He was dating Phoebe, the girl from, um, uh, ah, damn it. Why am I slipping on the name of that damn show? Anyways, uh, Kaylee Cuoco from The Big Bang Theory. You may know her from Big Bang Theory. She's filming a movie right now with Pete Davidson. She is now rumored to be with Pete Davidson. Kaylee Cuoco from The Big Bang Theory. Odd couple, I guess, but all of Pete Davidson's girlfriends seem to be odd couples. Here's what happened, right? They're filming a movie together called Meet Cute. They seem to be getting along very well together on the set. And they've done some other things like outside of filming together, like... I don't know, going to Six Flags in New Jersey last month and looking very comfortable and cozy together in pictures. And fans are like, this is probably going to turn into a thing. Kaylee Cuoco just got divorced not too long ago. Pete Davidson, I guess, just broke up with a chick from Bridgerton. Ah, that's it. Bridgerton, that's the name of the show. Why couldn't I think of the name of the show that Phoebe was from? Uh, Bridgerton. So Pete Davidson and the girl from The Big Bang Theory, Kaylee Cuoco, who I just learned today how to pronounce her name. Now apparently an item. But that's just according to the streets. I don't know. So take it for what it's worth. It's Kiss FM. So do you ever have like some some either really crazy or either genius ideas when you're in the shower? I feel like for some reason you can get really meditative in a shower because you're just kind of zoning out. You got the warm water hitting you. You're scrubbing your scalp, washing your hair. It feels real nice, like your little self-scalp massage. It's doing that this morning around 4 o'clock or so this morning, and I was thinking to myself, you know what? Should I have done this last night? Or is it better for me to shower in the morning? And I really started to think to myself, what's the better way to go? Showering at night or waiting and showering when you get up in the morning? Because there's benefits to both, and there's drawbacks to both, I think. I personally lean towards showering in the morning. Because I feel like it wakes me up, it gets me going, I feel fresh when I get into work, even though there's not many people here. By the way, Allie's not in today. She'll tell you why tomorrow at this time. Everything's fine. She just had to deal with the nanny issue and her kids. So, I don't know about that stuff. I don't have kids. I don't have to deal with that. 
But I was thinking, do, do, if you showered in the morning, you, you're fresh when you come into the office. If you have to go in to see people, wherever it is you're going for the day, you feel like refreshed for the day. You've washed off the previous day's filth. I just I feel like more refreshed and energized when I shower in the morning. And I, I always finish my shower with a little, just a little jolt of cold water. So I go, all right, I'm awake. All right, I'm awake. Let's go. Let's do this. Just like five seconds of cold water right over my skull. And it feels great. It feels great. I would 100% recommend it, by the way. A little cold shower action. But I think I lean more towards showering in the morning. Now, there may be some people that are like, well, I like to shower at night. I don't know. Maybe you like to shower at night. I've done it before. I've tried it. I just don't like it. It doesn't jive with me as much as showering in the morning and getting a fresh start to the day. And then there's some people that do both. And those I know some people that do that, too. They're like, well, I got to shower and I get home from the gym. Okay, I get that. Showering after the gym, I get that. But then showering again in the morning? Because if I shower at night, have washed off the day's filth, why do I need to shower in the morning? Because I've already showered the night before. All I did was sleep. I, did, I feel like just showering in the morning is the way to go. Unless you disagree. Maybe you do agree. I don't know. I thought I'd throw it out there. And it was a those are my shower thoughts this morning, and I wanted to shower you with them. 414-799-1037. You can call or you can text either one. And either way, I'm going to read your text or I'm just going to talk to myself because Allie's not in today. And that's how we roll. It's 103.7 KISS FM. So the question is: showering. Do you do it at night before bed or in the morning when you wake up? Which team are you on? 103.7 KISS FM. Do you shower at night before you go to bed, or do you shower in the morning when you wake up for work? I don't know why. I, I turn on Allie's microphone like she's here. She's not in today. She'll be in tomorrow, and she'll explain it all tomorrow. But right now, I was wondering this morning in the shower. I was like, I should have done this last night. But then I thought, you know what? I really enjoy a daytime shower. I want to stick to a daytime morning routine shower. I think it's just better. 414-799-1037. Uh, you can call, or you can text. Somebody texted in, I shower at night only so I can sleep in longer in the morning. Solid point. Somebody else said, I shower at night. It relaxes me for bed. I'm also a female, and it gives me more time to focus on my hairstyle in the morning. That makes sense. I got Ryan on the phone from Alabama this morning. Always coming in the clutch, calling in the show. Good morning, Ryan. Good morning. Are you a nighttime shower person, or do you prefer to shower in the morning? I am a 100% shower in the morning type of person okay. it helps you wake up yep. and it helps you get your day going yep if you try get where both come from too. sure 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 are there times when you will shower at night yeah if right. i if i'm out uh mowing lawns until seven eight o'clock at night and i just filled with grass and dust sure since you don't want the way it is going right now uh-huh I will shower at night, and then I will also shower in the morning to feel like I am refreshed and ready for the day. Ah, so you'll do both if you get super dirty. You'll shower at night, and then you'll shower again in the morning. Yep. All right. Fair point. Thank you for the call this morning. No problem. Always appreciate Ryan calling in. Uh, Good morning, KISS FM. Who's this? Miguel. Miguel. Do you shower in the morning, or do you shower at night? I usually shower in the morning. Okay. You're a morning shower person. Why is that? Um, I don't know. Just something about it makes you feel refreshed. I mean, sometimes I also think, you know, you kind of sweat when it's kind of hot at night. Yeah. When a person has, like, a lot of body heat. Uh-huh. So, usually in the morning, once I take a shower, it just gets my day going and just makes me feel ten times better going into work knowing that I'm fresh and clean. You ever tried the cold burst in the morning? You ever done that before? Right at the sometimes end? Sometimes I do. It just kind of shock me up and yeah. get the, all the... Dude, it works! Going in my body. It works. Sometimes it works better than coffee for me. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Miguel. We don't have that coffee. Yes. Yeah. Miguel, thanks for calling this morning, man. Appreciate listening. Of course. 
Uh, James is on the phone this morning, too. James, good morning. Good morning. You shower well, at night? or you, What's that? I don't understand how you guys don't shower at night. <laughs> like your, your whole day, you're just like soaking in all this filth, and then you're sleeping in it for eight hours. I just, ugh. That's why, you wash, that. that's why you wash your sheets once a week, if you do yeah, that. But, yeah, but I, I also suffer from like allergies, too. So okay. like absorbing all that pollen and all that, you know, wheat or anything I'm allergic to during the day, I have to shower at night so that way your sheets don't absorb that throughout the week and then you're you're just laying in it and okay. you know my my wife does both. She showers at night and in the morning. Okay. Um but uh yeah, I sometimes I'll do the morning, but I'll definitely do the night every night. So you always like So you you're night. the you're the opposite of me. You'll shower every single night, but rarely in the morning. Yes. Yep, okay. Exactly. All right. You should try it. <laughs> Maybe I will. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for calling, James. Appreciate you Thanks, listening, man. dude. Uh, good morning, Kiss FM. Who's this? This is Ashley. Ashley. Good. We can get a woman's perspective. Do you shower in the? Do you like to shower at night or do you shower in the morning? Okay, so you cannot like ask me the reason why, but I am either or. I can shower in the morning. I can shower at night. But I have to be the first one to shower. What do you mean? Like, so I have to be the first one in the shower so no one can shower before me. Okay. Like in your family? Yeah. Okay. Is there only it's one so shower? In, is there only one shower in the place? Yes. Okay. It's annoying. <laughs> so you have to, why is that? You just don't like walking in someone else's water like after they've showered? Yes. I think that's it. I, it's really, it's something like that. Really? Because it's just, it bugs me. That's interesting. It, really bugs me. I, it, it is. I don't know why and when that started, but. Yeah. It'd be interesting it, as like at the mental health side, like psychologically to be like, wow, did you like, did you shower in gym? Like when you were younger in the public showering they, area and you didn't like that? No, they never made us do that. But okay. this is like something that's like occurred like in the past few years where it's like, no. Really? Did something happen in a shower that someone had used that traumatized you? I'm so curious. I have so many questions. I I have so many questions too because I'm <laughs> curious as to when this happened. Like I almost I, I almost want to do a like research on you and make you shower after somebody just to see what happens. Oh please don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't do it. I'm, it's exposure therapy. It'd be great just to see what happened. But okay, so you have to be the first one to shower in your house. Doesn't matter yeah. morning or night. No. Now, would you prefer that people wait until the morning, or would you prefer to do it at night? Where would you prefer to have the shower happen, if you had the option? If you lived solo, by yourself, nobody else lived with you, you could shower whenever you wanted to, when would you shower? Probably at night. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so you could wash off the day's filth. That would be your thing. All right. I'm not awake yet. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You've been a very interesting woman to talk to. Thank you so much for calling in this morning. Well, it was really nice to talk to you. That was a great Bye. convo. So look at that. Yeah. Shower thoughts. Hey, this is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. Allie's out today. She'll be back tomorrow. Just me, Riggs, holding down the dirt. I saw that the Met Gala was happening in New York City. Fashion's biggest night was trending, and I was like, wow, the Met Gala still huge and it's back? So you have the very over-the-top opulent dresses and the outfits, and you have Billie Eilish, who walks down the red carpet for the Met Gala. 
Now, someone asks, usually the way this works is a big designer will find a celebrity and say, hey, will you wear this? And it's like, you can show off our design. You know how it works. So what are you wearing, Balenciaga? What are you wearing? Uh, uh, whatever designer they happen to be wearing. Well, Oscar de la Renta reached out to Billie Eilish and said, we would like for you to wear this opulent, beautiful peach dress down the runway at the Met Gala. And she said, well, I will, but you're going to have to do one thing. You're going to have to stop selling fur altogether, which is a big ask. Because apparently they weren't putting it in fashion shows, Oscar de la Renta, anymore, but they were still selling it in stores, so it was still out there. They just weren't promoting that it was out there. But Billie Eilish is a vegan and an open animal rights activist, so she was like, sure, I'll wear your gown, but you're going to have to stop selling fur. Then I'll wear your gown. So they thought about it, and they were like, wow, this 19-year-old girl, is the woman, is huge in the music industry, huge in the world right now, has a great influence over people. We should probably do something, because if we don't, she's probably going to say something about it and just trash the name Oscar de la Renza. Not trash it, but be like, look, Oscar de la Renza wanted me to wear their dress, but they wouldn't stop selling fur, so I couldn't wear it. So what happened? Oscar de la Renza changed their policy entirely. They're going to stop selling fur because of Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish was happy. She agreed. She wore the dress at the Met Gala. It was this awesome looking ball gown. Like I said, this peach, I don't even know how to pronounce it, peach tule Oscar de la Renza gown that she wore at the Met Gala. She looked great. And she's a blonde now, which Allie and I have both talked about this. Billie Eilish, we think she looks great as a blonde. She's great. When she changed a blonde, a lot of people were like, why would you change your hair? And we were like, she looks great. Keep at her. Keep at it, Billy. So she looked great. And Oscar de la Renta changed their thing. And she was like, I can't understand why fur hasn't been outlawed in 2021, which it doesn't make a lot of sense. If you've seen like the mink industry and like the fur industry in general, it's ah, uh, I could never wear it. I couldn't wear a corpse on my body. I mean, I'll eat meat all day long. I'm not a vegan by any means, so don't get me get me wrong there. But look at that, Billie Eilish creating change at the Met Gala of all places. Hi, it's Riggs. Allie's out today. She'll be back in tomorrow. Never fear. Everything's fine. I have a question for you, and a lot of times people will say this to me. Allie mostly will say this to me quite frequently. You are just weird. You are a strange human being. But there's different things that I will say that will trigger that response from her. And I think that everybody has been in a situation where you're maybe with a group of friends or coworkers, and you reveal something about yourself or something that you do, and people go, well, that is just absurd. You were just a very weird individual. And I wanted to give us a chance to kind of brag about those features about ourselves, because it's not negative that you're weird. There's nothing wrong with that, that you're weird. I mean, you're going to feel weird, because people are going to say that. But I think we're all strange in our own little ways. I'll give you a couple examples of my own. Number one, how about this? When I get a pack of gummy bears or Skittles... I will go through the entire package. I'll physically dump them out on a white like uh, paper towel. I will dump them out. I will pick out all of the yellow ones because they're disgusting. They taste like dishwasher detergent to me. I don't like them. I don't like yellow Skittles. I don't like yellow gummy bears. I'll pick them all out, then I'll pour them back in the package and then enjoy the package, knowing that there are zero lemons in that package, and I can just enjoy it with all the other flavors. Because everything else is better than yellow, if you ask me. That that I think that makes me very weird. A lot of people have said that. Why why would you do that? Why won't you just eat the yellow ones? Why do you even buy them if you don't like the yellow ones? Because there's four or five other flavors. Hello, not just yellow. There's other flavors of the rainbow that I want to taste, bro. I just don't like the yellow ones. So I think that makes me a little bit weird. What's something that makes you weird? 414-799-1037. You can call that number or you can text that number. I see other things that make me weird. Um, I have a thing about Bigfoot. I don't know what it is. 
I, I think a while ago, probably three or four years ago, I checked in on my Facebook page doing something, and it said you could say that you were doing an activity like reading a book or going fishing or watching a TV show. And I found f- looking for Bigfoot was something that you could say you were doing at a location. So everywhere that I checked in, I said that I was looking for Bigfoot, and somehow. Everybody that I know now will constantly send me Bigfoot stories, Bigfoot sightings, Bigfoot hoaxes, uh, Bigfoot myth-busting things. It, it just happens all the time. People will send me, like, I got a Facebook message the other day from someone that said, hey, they're selling Bigfoot cutouts at this house, like big wooden Bigfoot cutouts. Like, I'm going to put this in my yard. No, I'm not, I'm not to that extreme. I just think it's interesting. It's an interesting folklore, an interesting legend. Bigfoot. What makes you weird? 414-799-1037. I want to know. And then I will embrace your weirdness, and you can embrace your weirdness on the radio by telling the rest of the city. It's totally okay. What makes you weird? What makes you different? People are like, you're so strange. 414-799-1037. Embrace your weirdness. Embrace your differences. Because that's what makes you unique. So it makes you, you. And it's good, like for mental health and everything. I love this. So what makes you weird or strange that other people think? Totally normal to you, because, well, it's you. I pick all the yellow gummy bears out of the package. I embrace Bigfoot <laughs> conspiracy theories. I love it. 414-799-1037. What makes you weird? Somebody said, sexed in uh, at Culver's, I always eat... Oh, hold on, which ones? I open, crack open all the cheese curds and eat all the yellow ones first, because the white ones are just better. So, the yellow ones first and the white ones better. That makes sense. Uh, somebody else said, it. Every, time I, every time I eat a dessert, I always cut it in half. Doesn't mean I go back for the other half, but I always start with half, even if it's a small cookie. I can totally relate to that, I do that with donuts. I always say I'm just going to eat a half a donut, but then I always inevitably go back and finish the donut. So I could just eat, I should just eat the whole donut in one sitting, but I don't. Shannon, good morning. Is in Stalis, right? Yes. Shannon, what makes you weird? What makes you strange, different to people? Well, my food cannot touch. Okay. And I have to eat all of something before I move on to the next thing that the flavors don't mix. Okay. I've heard of that before. Like, you were a fan of the lunch trays that had the dividers, weren't you? Definitely. At holidays, I have my own. They use it, people use it for like a veggie platter. Yeah. Where it has the different sections. I use that for my dinner plate at holidays. <laughs> so, do you eat with a fork or do you eat with a spoon all the time? Just got to scoop it out. It, Does it matter? It depends. Okay. I mean, depends on what it is. But right. everybody laughs at me and. Hey. They're just like, it goes in the same spot. I'm like, no, but the foods cannot touch. You like to it enjoy cannot. everything individually instead of combined. Yes. All right. Definitely. Okay. That makes you weird, but that's all right. That's how you eat. You're that still- is how I eat. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon, thanks so much for calling this morning. Appreciate you listening. Uh, Jill is on the phone up by Pewaukee. Good morning, Jill. Good morning. What makes you weird to other people, but normal to you? I also... I also have a food thing. Okay. Um, I do not like to eat the last bite of a sandwich. Like, especially if I go to someplace and get a sub, I'll eat the whole thing. But for some reason, the last bite just, it grosses me out. The last bite. Is it because (laughs) it's like the end part of the bread? Is that the part that you save for the end? I think it's that. And then that's where I'm holding it. I don't know. It's this weird thing, but I just cannot eat the last bite. How big is the last bite? Are we talking like the size of a quarter or the size of? How big is it? Um, I mean, it could be a couple bites last. Okay. It's usually just that, like that end part. Okay. What if it's a really, <laughs> really, really good sandwich, though, and you don't want to leave that last bite? You'll still leave it? I might leave less of it. <laughs> okay. 
I was just wondering if you ever make exceptions to it. Sometimes you may. But... I mean, I have been known to, but for the most part, there'll always be a little a little chunk left. God, every, everybody's weird thing is food stuff. Mine with the gummy bears, you with the, the food there. Somebody else called in earlier. Who was it? Uh, Shannon just called. Her food can't touch. All right. Leaving the last bite with your sandwich makes sense from, to you. It's weird. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Have Jill. A great day. You too. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. You can call or you can text to 414 799 1037. Somebody else texted in. I can't stand the feel of grease, so I eat greasy food with a fork and knife, like burgers and pizza. And that's all right. That makes you weird. People are like, why are you eating a pizza with a fork and a knife? That's okay. 414 799 1037. What makes you weird? We'll talk to you more next if you want. Embracing your weird this morning on 103.7 Kiss FM. Hey, it's just Riggs. Allie's out today. She'll be back in tomorrow. Uh, good morning, Kiss FM. Who we got on the phone this morning? Who's this? Hey, this is Kelly from West Bend. Good morning, Kelly. Are you calling about what makes you weird? I am calling about what makes me weird. <laughs> so what makes you weird, Kelly? I, I have some weird, irrational fears. Okay. Such as? Yes. Such as I don't like baseballs or softballs because I'm like afraid that they're going to hit me. I had a friend in high school who was a pitcher, and it hit her in the head, and it left this like, melon-sized... My goodness. On her head, and I'm like terrified of that happening. So you're not afraid of like if I sat one down in front of you, you wouldn't be afraid. You would just be afraid of being in no. a game where they're hit. Like afraid of getting hit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then balloons. Can't do balloons. Don't balloons. like balloons. Okay. Was a lot of people Don't have like a thing about balloons? Is it the noise? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. And rubber bands. Rubber bands. Like, I don't like it when people, like, snap them on you to, like, be funny. Ah, uh, it sounds like, like did you... Did you ever do that, like, when you were in, like, middle school? Yeah, you'd wrap it around your pinky and then around your index finger and it'd fire it like a gun. You'd shoot at the people in class. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I used to do that. And I hated that. I hated I like, it. Ah. I hated it, too, because it hurts. It hurts. Yeah. Smart, man. So yours is all from from. Uh, they all make sense, though. I mean, it makes you know someone that got hit with a baseball. People used to terrorize you with a rubber band. These are <laughs> you, you've made sense of the fears. So you've yeah. st- you've started your journey when to therapy. Like, yes, yes. When people are like, you don't want balloons for your birthday party, I'm like, absolutely not. They're no. like, that's weird. What about the mylar balloons, like the the other ones, like the silver tinny looking ones? Okay, you're all right with those balloons. That's a good question. Okay. So, Callie, for your birthday, we'll get you those types of balloons. Everybody know for Callie. Only get her the Mylar balloons. (laughs) Thanks for calling. exactly. Those are good. Those are all good. Well, that that makes you weird, and I love you for it. Thanks for calling this morning, Callie. Appreciate you listening. (laughs) Thank you. Sarah is in Heartland this morning. Good morning, Sarah. What makes you weird? (laughs) Um, I have a weird thing with numbers. Okay. I um, can only listen to volume. Um, in even numbers or a multiple of five. Is this my wife talking right now? Because my wife has the exact same thing. Is it an obsessive really? thing? Though? Yes. If so things aren't in, <laughs> yeah, it's it's if things aren't in even numbers or even increments, then something bad will happen because of it. Yep, absolutely. Does it happen with 100%. more than? Does it happen more than just with just numbers? Does it happen in other ways in your life? Um, no, I just, I can tell, like, if the volume on my radio is at 37, I have to turn it up. Okay. Or down. <laughs> you wanted it 38 or 40, one of the two. <laughs> yeah, it has to be an even number or an increment of five. It's just, 
See, I challenge I, I challenge my wife on this. I'll put it on like 35 and just to stop. And I'm like, it's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. The world will not end if it's on 35. And I push her through it. And it helps a little bit. It's helped. So maybe try it every once in a while. Just maybe every once in a while. Just to see. Be a rebel. Be a rebel. But that's what makes you weird. You like things in even numbers, Sarah. Yep. Thank you for calling. I really appreciate you listening this morning. Uh, one more call from Megan and Slinger. Megan, what makes you weird? So, when I eat pizza, I rip off the cheese, okay. and then I put Parmesan cheese on the crust, uh-huh. and then I eat the cheese, and then the crust. Okay. So, you have like a film of cheese, just like in one strip, like a little uh, cheese, I guess, yep, almost like, like a like slice? a little cheese ball. Okay. What, when did this start? I think when I was like seven. Okay. I don't know why. And Does then it, I also don't eat the ends of anything. So, like, french fries, chicken tenders. The end of anything? Yeah. Yeah. Like the end of a hot dog? Yep. I cut it off. <laughs> you don't like the tips of things? Nope. Okay. No, so that's what makes you weird. Thank you for calling in this morning. Thanks. Appreciate you listening, Megan. Uh, somebody else texted in. They said, my roommate eats chicken nuggets, the breading first, and then the innards of the chicken nuggets. So if you can relate to any of these, you're welcome. And if you can't, well, just embrace the fact that we all had fun embracing our weirdness. You're you, and that's fine. You're fine the way you are. It's Kiss FM. Don't say that I didn't warn you when Halloween rolls around and this shows up in the trick-or-treat bag and you're like, what is going on? I don't know what's happening. What is life right now? It's 103.7 KISS FM. Good morning. It's Riggs. Just Riggs this morning. Allie's out for today. She'll be back again tomorrow. By the way, we're giving away a tablet a day here on KISS FM. If you haven't heard, the KISS keyword this hour is CAST. Use that word at 1037kissfm.com to win a key, uh, an iPad. A fresh keyword in about 10 minutes at 8.05. So, Halloween this year. I'll give it to you. I know it felt a little early for Halloween a couple weeks ago, but now you know you can see the leaves are starting to turn on some of the trees. Finally starting to accept, all right, summer's over, getting behind us. Officially starts on the 22nd, but Halloween right around the corner. They've already got the candy. They've already got the costumes out. And we were just talking about things that make you weird. You're going to be the weird one on the block when you find out that Hidden Valley Ranch is now selling treat-sized package of ranch dressing to give out to trick-or-treaters this year. Yeah, I said that right. Hidden Valley Ranch. Like, people are giving out ranch packets for Halloween this year. Each packet has a half ounce of ranch. That's what they consider like a normal serving size of ranch, which is just like enough to to dip a couple like like bite-sized Kit Kats or carrots in. And they're selling them in bags of 30. Each bag is 20 bucks plus $7 worth of shipping. Why would you why would you just give out ranch? This is like giving out ketchup packets or just mustard or only sweet and sour sauce. You know what? Only hand out Chick-fil-A sauce. Why would you do this? Like, if you're going to hand out something with the ranch dressing, like if you're going to hand out french fries or cheese curds or something like with the ranch dressing, or maybe maybe you're handing out chicken wings at your doorstep, which would be freaking dope, by the way, if somebody was handing out chicken wings for Halloween. It's actually not a bad idea. Yeah, you know what? That is a bad idea. Because it would just be a mess for the for the other person. Like, it would be cool to make them and give them out, but I'm thinking from the receiving end, giving out chicken wings would suck. I wouldn't want them. Because then what am I going to do with chicken wings? I don't have any wet naps. Too many. You know what? I'm, I'm getting off on a tangent. So, point of the story is, if you see little packets in your trick-or-treat bags this year, double-check because it might be ranch dressing. Let's not make this a trend, please. Don't hand out condiments at Halloween. If you can't give out candy, just turn off your lights and don't give out anything. Don't give kids ranch dressing. Dressing, 
please send all your ranch dressing to me, somebody that will use it. If you want to give out ranch dressing, just send it to me. I'll give it to home, all right? It's 103.7 KISS FM. Candy on Halloween only. Hey, hi. Hi. This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. Allie's out for the day. She'll be back tomorrow. You just got me, Riggs, holding down the Hollywood Dirt. James Corden, you know, from the Late Late Show. Carpool karaoke, James Corden. I love James Corden. He's had to recently file a restraining order against a woman who, I guess, has been harassing him for several years, camping in front of his house for six days straight until the police had to come and ask her to leave, uh, showing up at his workplace, saying that they were arranged to be married and they had been spending time together and were going to Vegas to get married, uh, saying things like, quote, James Corden and his wife, uh, the wife is just in the way right now. He really belongs to her. So... James Corden, things got a little bit um, too close to home, a little bit uh, frightening, so he had to file this restraining order, which says this woman has to stay 100 yards away from him and not contact any member of his family, staff, or him personally. Because apparently it's gotten more and more aggressive over the last two years. I hope that this woman gets the help that she needs because I can't imagine what it's like to be a celebrity on this level and having people that think that they know you and they want to marry you and they can be with you because you can develop such an intimate relationship. I say that word intimate, not sexually, of course, but just close relationship with people on social media. You feel like you know some of these celebrities. When they're putting a story from when they're inside their house, you're like, wow, I'm inside their house. This is neat. You kind of you kind of feel like you're living life with them. I mean, but for the most part, people can be like, all right, and just turn it off. But other people somehow start spiraling in going, wow, well, maybe there's a chance and then start contacting the celebrity a crazy in, in different way. I don't want to say crazy. I don't want to use that word to stigmatize with mental health, but it's just a little out there. But in two years that this has been going on, so there was probably many like, hey, stop. It's very flattering, but please leave me alone. I'm married. I'm very happy. There's no chance of this happening. You probably just got sick of that. And at some point, you have to put your foot down as a celebrity and be like, no, I'm taking legal action now. Stay away or we're going to have to arrest you or fine you or something. But clearly, somebody needs to just have some help and find out why she's so fascinated with James Corden. I mean, does she want to do carpool karaoke that bad? Just ask the guy to do carpool karaoke. I would love to do carpool karaoke, too, with James Corden. So, James Corden, if you want to do that, I'll do it. But I'm not going to stalk you. I just I just want to sing in a, in a car with you. I want to sing Bohemian Rhapsody with James Corden on Carpool Karaoke. That's one of my dreams. I just thought of that dream right now. Maybe someday I'll sing Bohemian Rhapsody. Beginning to end, the whole seven-minute song, because I know every single word with James Corden. Think I can make it happen? Probably not. It'd be super cool if I could, though. The full story, you can see it all at 1037kissfm.com. Good morning. It's Riggs and Alley. Just rigged this morning. Allie's out. She'll be back again tomorrow. I had a question for you involving the last serious relationship that you were in, or maybe you're in a serious relationship right now. But I wanted to know what was the the one thing that happened, or maybe it was a moment or an action or something that happened when you knew that things were like getting serious. And now, serious means you're not looking anywhere else. You're just with this one person. Like I'm done. Like there's some people that dabble around. They'll date this person. They'll date that person. Ba ba ba. That's fine when people are doing that. As long as you're open with everybody and honest about what you're doing and your intentions, that's fine. Nobody has to settle down and get married. You don't have to. That's fine. You can do you and be single or just you don't have to be with anybody. You just be with yourself. That's fine too. 
But the definition of serious is once you've decided that there's nobody else that you want to be with, your eyes are completely focused on this one person, your heart, your mind, you want to be with this person, like long term. So they surveyed a whole bunch of people and they said that they decided that relationships super get serious around the two year mark. That's when things are like, oh, wow, this is really serious. But like, what's that one determining factor? They are things such as deleting dating apps off of your phone. That's when you know things are getting serious because you don't even want to look at Tinder. You don't even want to swipe anymore. You're not concerned with that anymore because you already got it. Why would you go fishing when you've already got a full plate of fish at home? You don't need to go out and fish. You're fine. You got everything you need right here. You're you're serious. You're with somebody. So deleting Tinder, that's a big sign that things are getting serious. Uh, if you somebody said if you visit them at work. That's a sign that things are getting serious. I don't know if it's maybe, I guess. If you're going to visit them at work, you could just be stopping by to say hello, dropping off food. I don't know if that's necessarily serious. Uh, meeting parents, that's definitely up there. Once you start, once you introduce somebody into your family and you bring them into that part of your intimate circle, I think that makes things super. That's, that, that means that things are really serious. That's a sign right there. For me and my wife, I think it was when we decided to move in together. I think that's when things are super like the really serious. Like even before an engagement ring, like if you're going to move in with somebody and like cohabit with them and share a space and start splitting bills and sharing furniture and you know food and cooking together and bathing together and showering together and sharing bathrooms and closet space and everything together, that's when things are getting real serious to me. And that's when things started getting serious to me and my to, to me in my in my mind with my wife before we got married when we moved in together because we moved out to Milwaukee together. We were kind of in Indianapolis when we met. We were kind of staying at each other's. Well, I stayed at her place because I was living with my parents. That's another. Another story for another day. I was 26. I had no other choice, but I was staying at her house a lot more because I didn't want to be with my parents. Then I eventually got my own place. She would stay with me at my place. Once I got an apartment, I would stay at her place. We'd go back and forth, but we didn't have like a home base like together. And then once I got a job up here in Milwaukee, she moved up here with me, and we moved in together. And I was like, that's when things were getting serious. But I also put a ring on it right around that time, so I, I knew that things were getting serious. But what was the one thing in your Relationship, or what do you think a sign is that you know things are getting serious in a relationship? What is it to you? 414-799-1037. Maybe it's one of the things that I've mentioned, or maybe it's something different. I don't know. You might be fine just by yourself, too, and that's fine, too. If you want to call and be like, I don't need anybody. I'm just fine on my own. That's cool, too. I'm fine with that. But what was the one thing that you think is quintessential? It's like an identifying factor that things are starting to get, you know, serious. Four one four seven nine nine one zero three seven. Good morning. It's one zero three point seven Kiss FM. Riggs and Allie. Allie's out for the day. Just me, Riggs. We were just discussing when a relationship gets serious. Like, what is the sign that things are getting serious? To me, I said it was when my wife and I moved in together. We got engaged right before we moved in together, but that was kind of the time when it was like, okay, this is this is serious. I mean, we're living together. We're combining things. So, what do you think? What is the sign that things are getting serious in a relationship? Let's go to Emily in South Milwaukee this morning. What up, Emily? Good morning. Morning. So, what's a sign that a relationship is getting serious? You mean business? So, personally, with my relationship that I'm in, um, it was when we got a dog together. Ah. I don't see that as, like, tiny, like, 
things to like deal with. Like that's a big thing. That's your kids. Yeah. The baby. That's a lot of money that goes into something that you share and mm-hmm. you both have to take care of. Yeah. And so if things go you know, south, you have to. Like, I if... want you to be my dog dad. <laughs> right. That was definitely one of those like moments of like, okay, cool. This I can is... be being with you for the rest of my life. This is I'm, serious. Like, At least long term. Yeah. Yes, this is serious. Yeah. All yeah. right. And plus, yeah. if something happens, if things go south, then what do you do with the dog? Now you got to have a custody agreement. What happens? We did make the agreement that for if any reason anything does go south, uh-huh. I get the dog because it was my choice to get the dog. Okay. All right. So you've we arranged that. So, yeah. Okay. It was a pre- of, like rescuing an older dog. Like my boyfriend wanted to, like, it just happened to be the perfect time. Like our neighbor was fostering a puppy. You know, like, long story short, we got the puppy instead. I would call that a so. pre puptual agreement, is what you did there. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Nice. Very smart. Well, thanks for calling, Emily. Yeah, for sure. So that was like the serious moment. Getting a dog, totally. That means things are getting serious. I would agree, 100%. Thank you so much for calling, girl. Have a great day. You too. Appreciate you listening. Uh, Martha's in Milwaukee. Good morning, Martha. Hi. So what's a sign that a relationship is getting really serious? So for me, it was going the extra mile, and I really mean the extra mile when you don't necessarily have to. Okay. Um, My husband drove across the state of Florida twice within a week to help me move into my new place and then to be there after my mom died. And what I talked to him afterwards was, you don't do stuff like that for people you're not in love with. You don't drive, you know, (laughs) 10 hours twice in a week, you know, for fun. I've done that drive across across Florida is boring, too. Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) And actually, today is our two-year wedding anniversary. Oh, cool. Congratulations. Happy anniversary. Thanks. So it was when he was willing to drop everything, and like you could see that he was making a concerted effort, and he was making a dedicated... He was... your mom too. It was there for you when you with your mom. That's great. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you <laughs> thank for calling, Martha. Appreciate you listening this morning. One more call from Taisha, who's in River West. Good morning, Taisha. Good morning. So, what was this? What's the sign that a relationship is getting super serious? Like you mean business? What do you think? Um, I think when you can uh, either hang out with their buddies or their parents by yourself. By uh, yourself, without them around. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, for me, you know, hanging out with uh, a boyfriend's mom, like watching TV, like he's at work, you know, just chill, or like if his buddy you know, is wanting to hang out and they come over and it's just hanging out. Like, I think that's important to know that's serious because those are very important people yeah. in anyone's life. Like You're inviting them into your, like, it's, it's your inner circle. You're inviting them in. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Nice. Sometimes you got to be one of the bros. <laughs> <laughs> or one of the girls, too. Yeah. Guys could have to hang out with the girls, too, just to get along with them. All right. Yes. So I, you think introducing to the family and the friends and then being able to hang out with them on your own, that's when things are serious to you. Mm-hmm. Nice. How long have you, are you with somebody right now? No, not okay. currently. All right. So when you are, you'll know, you'll know when, though, when it's serious. Until then, you yes. just do you. Absolutely. Nice. Manifesting. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for calling this morning. Appreciate no you listening. Problem. Oh boy. Uh, that's embarrassing. I got it. I got to tell you. On, I got to tell you on the radio. I should say it out loud. Here we go. It's one hundred three point seven Kiss FM. Riggs and Allie. Just Riggs this morning. Allie's out. Had an issue with her nanny. That's everything's fine. She'll be back tomorrow. Took a personal day. So, um, I was today years old when I learned something the other day, and I was uh, from my wife of all people because. My wife's the smarter one in the relationship, so we were taking our dog for a walk, 
And it was on the Oak Leaf Trail in Franklin, which is a super long trail that stretches like 16 miles. I think it starts in like Waukesha or Tosa up there, and it's it's a really long trail. But the the part in Franklin, there's a lot of trees, and there's I believe it's a willow tree. It looks like a big willow tree. So we were walking by, and she was like, "Oh wow, it's, it's a big tree. It's a, a willow tree." And I went, "Yeah, that is a willow tree." And I started thinking as we're walking because now we're in a day and age where you don't just wonder things anymore. You have to obsess over the answers. So you have the internet at your fingers. I have my phone in my pocket, so I'm like, "I'm going to look up willow trees. Is are all willow trees weeping willow trees?" She was like, "Is it a weeping willow?" I said, "Probably." Is there a difference between? Weeping willow tree and just a regular willow tree. So I'm Googling it and I look it up and I'm like, ah, oh, it's all pretty much the same. They're just willow trees. I just call it a weeping willow tree. And I was like, oh, I go, look, it's spelled different though. Like W E E P, weeping willow is the tree. Not like when you're crying, W E A P I N G, like when you're crying. And she goes, wait, what? And I was like, yeah, they're spelled differently. I go, I understand that it's like crying, weeping, but they just spelled it different. The tree is W-E-E-P-I-N-G. And when you're crying and you're weeping, that's spelled differently. W-E-A-P. And my wife goes, no, no, there's, those, are, those are spelled the same, dude. And I was like, they are? She goes, yes, yes, they are. So in my brain, for some reason, I thought that weeping, like crying, was spelled W-E-A-P-I-N-G. I don't know why my brain was doing that, but I thought that I was like, oh, it's just a different spelling for some reason. But no, it's spelled the same. W-E-E-P, weeping, crying, because the leaves look like it's somebody crying, like the, there's tears pouring over your face, weeping. But I got corrected, and I was today years old when I realized there's only one spelling for the word weeping. I thought there were two spellings for the word weeping. So I got incredibly humbled at a spelling lesson. So then now I've got Google trying to correct myself and trying to prove myself right, trying to get some confirmation bias going through, right? I'm like, well, maybe weeping means something else, and I saw it somewhere else. No, it doesn't. I was just spelling it wrong. I just... Brain fart. Right there. I was today years old when I realized that, though. Have you had something like this happen before, where you learned something as an adult, or you found something out as an adult that maybe you thought you should have known, or you should have learned as a child, or you just didn't know, and you got corrected as an adult, and you were like, um, what? That's my brain exploding on the inside, because I just learned something as an adult, and I thought it was one way, but now it's something else. I was today years old when I realized that weeping is spelled the same way, whether you're crying or you're a tree. 414-799-1037. Has this happened to you before? You were today years old when you learned something? Just help me make, help make me feel a little bit better. It's, it's being vulnerable a little bit. Yeah, I pr- probably should have known how to spell it, I guess, but I didn't, and I learned something. So, today years old when I figured that out. You were today years old when you learned what? Or something you got corrected on. 414 <laughs> <laughs> It's 103.7 KISS FM. You were today years old when you learned something. It's humbling as an adult when you learn something and you get your mind blown. I was talking about, I went on a walk with my wife. We saw a willow tree, a weeping willow tree. And I thought that weeping, W-E-E-P, was spelled for the trees. But then crying was spelled W-E-A-P-I-N-G. And my wife was like, no, no, they're spelled the same way. You're, you're spelling that incorrectly. Allie just texted me. Apparently, she's listening. And she said, maybe you got it confused with reap, R-E-A-P, because of spelling. That may be it. That may 
maybe I don't know where why my brain went like that, but I think I've been spelling it that way for years. Like if someone was crying, they were weeping, and I spelled it W E A P, and nobody corrected me until my wife did the other day. Somebody texted in to four one four seven nine nine one zero three seven. I used to call it crepe, creepy. <laughs> and I learned the hard way when I ordered it at a restaurant, and the waitress giggled after I said it. I would like to order a couple of uh, peach creepies, and the waitress went, ah, you mean a crepe? A crepe? 414-799-1037. Let's talk to our girl, Nikki. What up, Nikki? Hola. Hola. Como estas? We went. We went. See. So, so uh, what to do? Was... You were today years old when you learned something. Okay, I was an adult before I went out in public and found out that there is no such word as use, Y-O-U-S, because my family, it's a Midwestern thing, I think particularly a racing thing. Use use guys? Yes, it drives me nuts now. (laughs) It's like, how could you send me out in the world saying that? You sent me out into the real world with yous. Yous guys. Yes. That's funny. So, when did you realize that you were using it incorrectly? Did you say it in somebody who corrected you? Probably like when I was 19. When I moved away, I moved down south and everyone was saying y'all. And then I remember just being curious and looking it up. And I'm like, oh my God, there's no such word. (laughs) You're in the south. Things are bass backwards down there, anyways. People are fixing to do things. I'm sure. They have their own, their handful of weird things as well. Well, Riggs, love you to death, but I got to go in the doctor's office. Just Nikki, to jump on. <laughs> Nikki, we love you for listening. Thanks for calling in, girl. Thanks. Appreciate Bye-bye. it. Have a good day. Uh, Ashley's on the phone in Cudahy this morning. Ashley, you were to, you were today years old when you learned what? Well, I this was about a year ago, but I was today years old when I found out that a narwhal is in fact a real thing, <gasps> and not a mythical creature. Isn't that crazy? Because I saw you've seen it in the movie like, Elf. No what in the movie Elf? When the Hi, Mister Norwal. Yes. Well, this is how it came up because we love Christmas in our family, and uh-huh. I was showing my kids Elf. And uh-huh. my, my son says, "Mommy, what is that?" I said, "Well, that's a narwhal, but but they're not real." And my husband looks at me and says, "Yeah, Ashley." They're most definitely real. Oh, no, no, no. Get out of here. So, of course, I Google it, and I'm just blown away. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, they're real. They are real. They're crazy-looking creatures, too. But I would see how you would think that. He's in the North Pole. There's all these mystical creatures. Hi, buddy. Hope you yeah, find your like dad. The horn thing. Like, yeah. has a little unicorn vibe. It looks so. like a unicorn horn. It totally does. Like a braided horn. Yeah. <laughs> um, fun fact, it's it's actually a tooth. It's a tooth? Oh, so you yeah. went you went like a mile deeper. You started like uh oh, like yeah. digging I and mean, finding I out to like know everything about the narwhal. It's funny. Uh, yes. So you were today years old about a year ago when you learned that a narwhal was a real thing. That's funny. Uh, yeah. Ashley, yeah. thanks so much for listening this morning. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate you calling in at 414-799-1037. Somebody else said, I was today years old when my son told me the name of cars are put at the bottom of Hot Wheels. You didn't know that? Yeah, they put the name of the car, like a Corvette or a Mustang, all that right on the bottom of the Hot Wheels. Now you know. It's okay to admit when we learn things as adults. Never stop learning is what I say, right? Riggs and Allie. Riggs and Allie. Weekday mornings. And always on demand with the Odyssey app or at 1037kissfm.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 